Come gather round the campfire and hear our ghostly tales of chilling terrors, darkest woes, and anything that goes bump in the night. So cuddle up with your best friend or dare it alone. The darkness is closing in and spirits are calling your name. This is Fireside Phantoms. lights on so I think that's a good sign anytime a light is on is always a good sign Holly leave the light on for me I'll be there before you close the door to what give song you all is the that that you need for what? Carlisle I Baby, even recognize the that light on for me Josh throw a little blend of Carlisle in there for us oh. <laughs> question for you hmm. can you square a circle god damn it you know i don't know anything about math <laughs> well in honor of all things geometrical and sacred the answer is no i'm gonna make a mathematician <laughs> out of you yet <laughs> so my episode today is on the paranormal or otherworldly aspects of cubes and squares okay okay I'm okay. squaring your circles. <laughs> you are. In my own way. You are my crop circles from a few weeks back. That's right. That's right. I found this uh, interesting story. YouTube channel Beyond Creepy retells a story of a woman named Mary who back Mary. in two right, who back in 2018 shared her very strange story of a black square on the famous radio show Coast to Coast. Okay. So this story is kind of circulated over the years, but Mary said she was visiting her mother on their family farm in Missouri. It was late after dinner, and she was helping to wash up dishes after the rest of the family had retired to their beds. That's so nice of her doing dishes while everybody gets to go to bed. So nice. There was a large window over the sink which allowed her to view the backyard as she stood washing the dishes, and she describes that there was light from a lamp pole that was between their house and the barn. The barn was not too far away from the house, and while she was looking out the window, she notices a perfect black square shape appear on the side of the barn's door. Huh. The square was about six feet up from the ground and measured seven feet in total width and height. Mary said she was trying to figure out what might be casting the shadow on the barn when she heard a thought pop into her head. The thought that entered her mind said, you don't need to see this. She said, (laughs) how scary is that? She said it didn't cause immediate fear in her, but she was compelled to turn away from the window. Mary went into the living room to watch some TV and just forgot about it. After a few minutes, though, her conscious mind was jolted into shock, and she suddenly remembered thinking to herself, what just happened? What did I just see? So she was in a trance or something. Yeah. Quote, I'm sitting there and I went, what the heck was that? So I go back and it's still there and I keep looking out and it doesn't change. The square is completely dark, coal black, and you can't see the barn through it, end quote. Mary describes checking to see if the square was still there about three or four different times, going back and something kept telling her to go away and don't look at it. So every time she returns to the living room and watches more TV. Hmm. After a few more minutes pass, She remembers the square again. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) Mary once more goes back to sea, and the square this time was finally gone. 
Still curious about the object, Mary goes outside and floods the entire backyard with all the outside lights she could turn on. She said that no matter what she did with adjusting the lighting, the square could never be reproduced as a shadow on the barn, and there was nothing out of the ordinary in the sky either. She said the whole event took place over about a half an hour. The next day, she also investigated the barn, and nobody had painted anything on the door. She said if someone was physically on the property, their dogs would have alerted the family, but nobody woke up. She, she went back out. Think the, nobody painted anything on. A neurological event she was happening, having, ha- well, having, <laughs> having, it wasn't a neurological event she was having. I'm not sure, but she definitely was in a trance state because she just kept going back and watching TV and then wouldn't remember it. And then all of a sudden would remember it and go check again. Hmm. And she said it wasn't like she heard a voice, but it was just a real strong urge to turn away and she does remember thinking, I don't need to see this. Huh. Isn't that really bizarre? Wow. I love that story. Yeah, that is strange. So there's also been a very long fascination with black cubes and square shapes seen in the sky, particularly in association of UFO sightings. Woo, UFOs! Yeah. So several videos went viral showing a black square supposedly bigger than the size of our Earth mm-hmm. by the sun on the SOHO website. And SOHO stands for Solar and Heliospheric Observatory. Okay. It looked like the square or cube object was drawing energy from the sun itself. Hmm. Bernard Fleck, SOHO project scientist and mission manager... How, how would you like that for your title? <laughs> I'm a <Sense>. mission manager. <laughs> Has a simple explanation saying the black square is due to a corrupted telemetry block, an image artifact or glitch caused by the distance in transmitting between Soho and Earth. And he said from time to time, there are gaps in the images that then are later plugged when the spacecraft resends its data. So he's he's saying, no, this is not um, anything to be concerned about. And Andrew Daniels wrote an article for Popular Mechanics on December 8th, 2020. He says the government has known about a particular motionless cube-shaped UFO, but has kept silent about it for over two years. The cube was said to have come through a portal over a U.S. nuclear test base near White Sands, Texas. A resident, Walter C. Lands, who captured the cube on his mobile phone, said, quote, It began to get very windy out. I noticed a small portion of clouds beginning to swirl and circle in on each other, forming a portal shape at which point the portal became jet black, end quote. Another witness came forward saying, quote, I noticed a square-shaped figure. It was a giant solid thing with designs around it and a faint magnetic oscillation type humming that I could hear. Walter passed his video on to phenomenon investigators at Secure Team 10. But again, this witness was not able to be verified. However, there does seem to be one report that has stood out against all the others from a military pilot back in 2014. He claims he almost collided his Super Hornet plane into a UFO. He describes this UFO as being a dark black cube within a glowing aura or bubble. Another fighter jet was within 100 feet and also tracked the object on radar. But the second pilot said he was unable to physically see with his eyes the object. It was only appearing on his radar. Hmm. This makes me think that whatever that black object was on the barn 
might have been a UFO, a oh, cube UFO, okay. and then it just went away. And right. that's why she's never been able to. <gasps> it was looking for a cow. That's why oh, it was on the barn. Oh my gosh. That is it. Big thoughts connecting dots, <laughs> Absolutely Holly. that. You're welcome, everyone. You are amazing. I think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> so no, that's exactly what's oh going on. Oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Did yeah. she count her cows after that thing disappeared? That's you what know, I want to know. I know. We got to find her. Shit. Two more recent sightings also showed footage of a black cube-shaped UFO in Florida on 221 and... Cincinnati, Ohio on 2-24-21. And this was also caught on video and posted to Reddit, filmed though through a window. Hmm. But it shows to be rotating mm -hmm. and people who are viewing it says it looks like it has its own propulsion. Hmm. So that to me is UFO. Yeah. It's interesting to note that black cube symbology is everywhere and even goes back to ancient times when the planet Saturn was thought to be an energetic force that keeps our world fixed in the 3D physical realm, trapping all of us in Newtonian laws of physics. When scientists finally released the first satellite close-up pictures of Saturn, which is the farthest planet in our galaxy, if you don't count Pluto. Uh -huh. You know, there's always been that argument that Pluto Pluto's is a planet. A planet yeah. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> Poor Pluto. I know. Well, the pictures baffled scientists because at the north and south poles of Saturn, there were these strange swirling storms appearing to form a square-like configuration at each end. This is referred to as the hexagon storm, and a hexagon is basically a flattened cube. Now, keep in mind that long before anyone had this knowledge, Saturn was already symbolized by the occult and esoteric literature as a black square cube. Saturn was? Yes. Kind of creepy that the planet actually also has this feature on its poles. Hmm. Some have said these square axes are a portal for time travel or UFOs into and out of our galaxy. Really? So they come in through Saturn? They come in through Saturn. And the evidence of myth, which points to Saturn having once occupied a position above Earth's north polar region, is written about in many ancient myths and texts. Hmm. There is not a race on Earth that has not preserved at least one account which states this idea. According to the evidence, Saturn at one time long ago occupied a central position in the north celestial regions. It rotated and rotated widely, but other than that, it was immovable. Hmm. Duardo Cardona, the author of God's Star and the Road to Saturn, is quoted saying of Saturn that it rotated, in fact, in a circle around the polar axis. From a vantage point 15 to 20 degrees of latitude further south than Mesopotamia and Egypt, the ancient Guatemalan Popol Vutex recounts that it rose out of the ocean and sank back into it every day for what appears to have been some 2,500 years starting around 10,900 BC. Hmm. Some have even suggested it was an ancient sun before our current sun. Hmm. You know, this makes me think of Chris Cornell's... Um, from Soundgarden's lyrics of the Black Hole Sun. Oh, right. Josh, play a little bit of the Black, Black Hole, Hole Sun. Sun. I wonder if it was about Saturn. 
You know, I wonder if his lyrics are, you know, you, you know what? You should write, write to him and ask. He's dead. You know what's creepy? <laughs> oh, he is. Yes. Sorry, I was my just, bad. <laughs> oh, my God. He's haunting you right now. Yeah. He, he died on a solar eclipse. I believe on 8-21-17 is, was a, an eclipse. So it's been theorized that Saturn sends out information, which is received like an antenna from our moon. I've, which, I've heard from Saturn before. Oh, That's yeah. That's true. Yeah. And which in turn sends signals to Earth, producing a fake reality or simulation. A fake reality show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's the it's Saturn, Saturn show. Do, 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 do. <laughs> With special guests, the moon. Thank you, Moon. And Jupiter. Boy, you're looking grumpy today, you Pluto. old man. Mur, mur. All right, all right. So <laughs> many, many near-death experiences also seem to suggest a black cube as the holding ground where departed souls are first taken upon death. These stories are amazing. Really? Yes. So the bright light that everyone is familiar yeah, with being seen and, yeah. and drawn towards after death is supposedly the entrance into this cube. Oh, Okay. The cube is also thought to be a massive database holding the Akashic records of all living things. Oh. YouTube channel Strange Life tells of a man's near-death experience where he describes what he thinks might be heaven as a gigantic black cube. The material reminded him of the Borg in Star Trek. Do you remember that? Are we just a sci-fi fiction novel? I think we must. I mean, must what? Be. We're in a cube now? Yeah. Uh, can somebody just like create Harry Potter world I'd be happily you know I would not make any complaints of just being in that world Whoa. even with Voldemort so this guy's near-death experience he said that it reminded him of a big gigantic metal spaceship he said this cube was enormous huh. he couldn't tell the exact dimensions but he did know it was a square it was a cubes or a square he said and it had a door on one side of it that balls of light resembling orbs were traveling into and then out of another door. So he felt the orbs were souls traveling to and from Earth. So it's remarkable that all the Abrahamic religions mention a giant cube in their traditions. For example, in Christianity, the New Jerusalem is described as a massive city descending from heaven in the shape of a perfect cube. Huh. The Jewish tradition involves black leather cubes that bind to the forehead and arms called the tefillin, and they're worn during their prayers. And then we know the Muslim faith, of course, has the Kaaba stone, that gigantic black cube that thousands flock to see in Mecca. I don't know what that is. You've never seen that? No. Oh, my gosh, Holly. It's it's amazing. Um, the, people just flock around this cube, and it's... You know, they said that it came from space. Really? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Pictures seen um, of this cube show crowds of people and they circle around it. It actually resembles the rings of Saturn because there's multiple rings of people circling around this Kaaba stone. Anyway, it said all these religions stem, though, from an even older religion that involved worshiping the planet Saturn. Huh. So... Uh, strange wow. things about Saturn in astrology also is that it's known to be the planet that creates obstacles and hard lessons, some even calling it the Great Malefic. 
Another near-death experience where an artist died and returns describes the afterlife also as an enormous cube structure. Huh. So there's many people that they say they see this cube structure. Yeah. And he's now since been inspired to create all new art sculptures resembling cubes. So he's obsessed So now. he's obsessed with cubes. Now he's obsessed. Okay. He probably owns a Rubik, Rubik's Cube, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There's something to be said about that. Because remember when that came out? Everybody I was had obsessed. one. I was obsessed with yes. the Rubik's Cubes because I love puzzles. It and... was like our Pokemon Go. I, mean, I know. just sit there and look at that thing for days trying to get There's it out. There's people that can solve the Rubik's Cube in a second. I know. I don't know how they do I it. I don't either. you got to have some fast fingers. you got to just do be able to look at it and figure out the geometrical mathematical equation that you need to do to like solve it. Yeah, that's not me. Yeah, it's not me either. It's so, so far above me yeah. and my capabilities. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, what? Yeah. Um, there are many reports from shamans and people using the psychoactive drug like DMT, also called the God molecule. Yeah. People, <laughs> we should do a story just on the DMT and the ayahuasca and their experiences. And all that. Yeah, yeah, we're we're not promoting drug use, but yes, um, we are. We there live, is we live in Oregon. We're absolutely promoting it. There is <laughs> um, a connection of otherworldly um, paranormal um, yeah. feelings when you're on it because um, yep. you are hallucinating. We should do DMT while we're podcasting. Holly, and we'll tell you guys no. what we're experiencing. Just say no to drugs. I mean, it sounds pretty amazing. <laughs> in their experiments with this drug, they describe the universe being filled with geometric-like patterns. Right, right. And you've heard of that too. Well, yeah, but it's also it's, it's tying back to the crop circles because it's all geometric patterns in the crop circles, and it's it's geometric. We have sacred geometry, right? Mm -hmm. And and we've got um, Tesla the three six nine, and we've got all these shapes. And when you have these DMT experiences, yeah, there are all these shapes. It's like a kaleidoscope, if you will. I'm, mm -hmm. I've never been done DMT, so. But what I've read and understood is that yes, yeah, shapes are a thing. So yeah. what does that mean? Like, why are shapes so important? They say it's the structure of our universe. It is the fractals that we're seeing. Oh, the interesting. Geometric, like we are in, and they they come back saying we're in a cube-like world. We're in a cube. And so that's really, really interesting that they're having these experiences. Yeah. Um, they're all hallucinating the same thing. Though, right. Which is really interesting. In the analysis of dreams. So, you know, I interpret dreams yeah, and I yeah. always. So when one dreams of seeing a black square or being in a cube, it can often denote an obstacle or problem needing to be solved. But it can also be the symbol of trying to keep in balance extreme opposites and a need for grounding and material foundation of an issue. And our world is opposites. We've always had pol polar opposites of right. everything. Sure, sure. And then we um, all live between those two polar opposites. Yeah, we swing yeah. back and forth like yeah. a pendulum. Yeah. But now that I've heard of these you know, near-death experiences, we might have to add to our dream analysis that it's a message that um, is trying to be shared with you from your past life Akashic records. Oh, that's really interesting. So maybe, you know, mm. when you dream of that, you need to be looking at what message it's trying to convey to you from a past life problem that you're here to still solve that mm -hmm. you haven't solved. Hmm. 
I love that. No, I'm going to be, I'm going to be looking for that stuff in my dreams because for a long time I've been dreaming about tornadoes. I haven't had one for a while. You do like circles. Yeah. There's the spiral thing. Mm -hmm. And that's always been kind of intense dreams. Um, but I tend to have, I tend to remember my dreams and they tend to be very odd. Of course, dreams always are, but, um, I'm going to look for shapes now. Yeah. You've, you have amazing dreams. I will say they're very detailed. Some of them are incredibly vivid. Like I've had dreams where I'm pretty sure that wasn't a dream. I'm pretty sure I was there. I love that dream. I don't know if you have time to tell it. Mm. The one the, where you actually feel like you're living a past life. And people are there and you look up. You know, there's a fountain in the pool. Oh, that wasn't a dream. That was a meditation. Oh, okay. Wow. That was a meditation, which is why it was so powerful. Because I'll just tell it real quick and maybe Josh will cut it out. But um, no, I was meditating one day and... Um, this woman, um, I can't remember now what her name is. Um, she had an audio book and she was psychic and she was talking about how to meditate. So I was walking through one of her meditations and she has you walk down this hall. And I remember being in a really good mood and my spirits were way up. I felt really good. Um, I just was up, right? My mm -hmm. energy, my emotions, everything was really high. And I'm going down this tunnel and I come into a room. She's telling you, you're going to come into a room. You're going to see a fountain. You're going to walk around in the water. So I'm doing this. And you know, when you're meditating, I always feel like when I meditate, I'm, I'm creating the imagery, right? Mm -hmm. I'm being told what what I'm encountering and I see I'm creating it in my head so I'm walking around and I go into this fountain and I'm walking around the water and I come around the other side of the fountain and all of a sudden the room is filled with looks like gray shaped people um, mm. like I can't see their faces they're all just gray silhouettes but they're all standing there and it scared me and I backed behind the fountain because I did not put them there I was not expecting that Right, and I it I, freaked me the fuck out. I thought you said they had clipboards and were like making notes or something. No, I don't remember there being clipboards. I just remember I walked around the side of the fountain and into the bigger part of the room, and all of a sudden there were all these people, and I jumped back. And they were just looking at because you because she didn't tell me to put them there, and I didn't put them there, and I wasn't expecting them to be there. I just they were there. And my sense was they were my um, spirit guides. I've been told before by psychics that I have a lot of spirit guides, no. which does not surprise me. I need all the help I can get. But um, I, I, that was the sense is that I, because that was what the meditation was for, to connect to your spirit guide. Mm -hmm. And so there was a, my recollection was there was a lead one and the rest of them were there just to be present. And I was supposed to communicate with him, but I jumped back and I broke the connection um, because I was so scared uh, because I was so startled by them even being there. And so then I, I kind of settled back down and I try to go back into it. But at that point, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm just creating this now. That's super cool. We've got to get now to the um, conspiracy part of Black Cubes. Okay, cool. Because, you know. Yeah. That's always part that's of always now part of all it. of the all of the things seem to now always be a conspiracy. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I guess uh, I guess that's when you can't explain something, that's what it, it starts to become. Right. So many say cubes and squares are connected to the Illuminati. Of course. And of course, to some extent, the Freemasons who use the compass and the square as its iconic symbol. Uh-huh. It all comes back to them all the time. It's always them. Yeah. 
So these black cubed monuments are seen all over the world. Really? Like, yeah, a, and, like a monolith? Yeah. So like once you see them, you start seeing them everywhere. Mm. It's kind of like when you go out and buy your red car. Now you see everybody has the same car as you. So they're everywhere. They're literally everywhere. And they're also in, you know, corporations, logos. Mm-hmm. I'll post some of these on our Instagram yeah. and website yeah. for you to view. But even just a short list, like yeah. Manhattan has one, Denmark, Australia, Santa Ana. I mean, there's many, many places that have these big, gigantic black cubes huh. as, you know, like they're... Yeah. structure no, in front I'm gonna, of their buildings. I'm going to look for them everywhere now. There you go. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's very cool. That's my episode on squares oh, is that it? and oh, cubes. Cool. So we should probably do one now um, at some point on um, sacred geometry and find out what they say about like circles and squares and cubes and all these things, triangles, because we did triangles a while back, but that was more about the like the Bermuda Triangle and the Alaskan Triangle. But mm-hmm. still... What is it about shapes that are so compelling? I agree. I agree. Yeah. Cool. I think those are good ideas those, for future shows. Those are great stories. Those are really cool stories. Thank you. I really like that a lot. It was very interesting. Um, just the fact that the cubes are um, associated with people in, in um, near-death experiences. Mm-hmm. I read a book about... Um, and I didn't know that about Saturn. That is so cool. Saturn, right. Being Astrology, kind of a cube being symbology. A cube. Um, there's a book that I read a while ago about a guy, a psychologist that was taking people back in um, hypnotherapy regression. And he wrote a whole book about um, people with near-death experiences because he kept running into that in his work. And people would describe what they would be seeing and they would say that they would see a waiting room with souls. Stuff like that. And I have to wonder how many... Now I kind of want to go back and look at that book and see how many times they talk about cubes in there. Yeah. It might be like the processing center before you're processed back or... Yeah. Yeah. Where you get your life review. Yeah. So then when you're ready to have that next experience, one of your guides comes and takes you and then you get into the waiting room and that's when you're essentially... um, Gestation period in the mother's womb is you're waiting in the waiting room. You know, I've even, I didn't include it in my story, but there's even near-death experience uh, stories of people describing hell as a cube also. So right. there's positive and negative yeah. experiences with it, which is super interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank I you. I think it, um, this leads us into a rabbit hole to other subjects. <laughs> I think it will be a fun rabbit hole and a super interesting one to go down because I don't know if I've seen a lot of shows talk about that Mm-mm. stuff. So it might be kind of fun to do that. Well, definitely. Well, thank you again for Thanks. listening, guys, and we'll talk to you. We're, we're really next gonna turn week. the recorder off this time. Yeah, we're turning. <laughs> yeah, bye bye. Bye. And you were you're wearing <laughs> you're wearing these really odd pants today. Yeah, these are my ode to the Fresno Nightcrawler pants. Okay, I was gonna say that, but I didn't want to offend you. <laughs> well, because I they're about, super cute, but they're very billowy. They're billowy, flowy, just like a nightcrawler. Yeah. And I thought about like taking a black magic marker and just drawing a face in the crotch. Oh god, Holly, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so creepy. <laughs> I love it. And then people are gonna be like, "What's that?" I'm like, "Oh, it's just a Fresno Nightcrawler." It's just a Don't Fresno Nightcrawler. <laughs> Come yeah. meet me in the dark at a park. My spirit animal. Woohoo!
Yeah, Saturn's kind of a bitch when it comes to Australia. Or Australia. Saturn's kind of a bitch when it comes to astrology. Yes, yeah, sorry, Australia. The whole reason why you're having problems is because Saturn. Because of Saturn, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Motherfucker Saturn. Here we go. Let's see. Where am I at? Where am I at? Um, here we go. Here we go. Pluto, Pluto, come in. Pluto. Four, three, two, one, earth below us, drifting, falling, Who sings floating, that? weightless. Major Tom? It's something like that, and they have to wear some some article of clothing. Oh, really? They have to be buried in it. I know because my gran- grandpa was a, a mason. Oh, he was a bad guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good to know, Carol. So now my, I'm going to rethink my relationship with oh, you because I'm not sure I can trust he you He was now. such a nice man, but I guess, um, yeah. Guess he, had he was an evil villain. He had a lot of <laughs> secrets. As the flames die down, do remain undaunted. Though all hitchhikers are ghosts and all dolls are definitely haunted. guys be sure to follow us on instagram our handle is at fireside phantoms if you have a spooky story you would like to share with us send it to firesidephantoms at gmail.com and you may hear it on a future episode